everyone, it's Ali Corman, Ed Carson here with a look at the stock market for Monday, October 2nd, where we saw surging treasury yields. There were some stocks that held up okay, but market breadth, definitely a sticking point, Ed. Yeah, I want to take a look at a three few exceptions, NVIDIA, Supermicro, and Costco, but those are definitely exceptions. Okay, well, we will get to those three stocks, but first let's take a look at the major indexes today. The NASDAQ up almost seven tenths of a percent by sessions close, the S&P 500 eking out a gain. And on the downside, the Dow down about two tenths of a percent and the Russell 2000, which tracks small cap stocks, really underperforming today at down about 1.9%. And we still are working on a rally attempt here uh, for the NASDAQ, which we are looking at. Yeah, I mean, so it was a nice finish at the end of the day. So we ended up finishing towards the highs of the day. It's very narrow breadth. It seemed like NVIDIA, SMC, and a lot of AI type plays did reasonably well, but breadth was narrow. It's really hard to fight the rising treasury yields. I mean, it's just a huge, huge surge over the last several weeks. So yeah, day four, the rally attempt is still going on. I just wanted to show I mean, the 10 year yield there. But yeah. yeah, let's go back to the NASDAQ and uh, talk about day four of the rally attempt so it was i mean honestly you know the, the nasdaq itself this this looks pretty good when you consider how yields have been uh but we haven't seen that big powerful gain in higher volume than the prior session that would that would constitute a follow-through day uh haven't seen that yet could see that this is just the first day you might see it I uh, just haven't done it yet uh, on the NASDAQ or S&P. Mm -hmm. And where we closed was about 1.2% below the 21-day edge. So if it if it takes a 1.2% uh, or more gain in that uh, with that volume requirement to see a follow-through day, that actually would be nice to see it getting above the 21-day line as well, for starters. I think you're right. That would be really important because, yeah, it's there's a lot of resistance levels and then there's the 50 day and then there's that 14,000 level. So it'd be nice to get above at least one of those resistance levels before we have a confirmed rally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it does look like uh, we are forming a little bit of resistance around that uh, 13, 380 or so level. And that's uh, that coincides with a gap down area as well. So if we can fill that gap, that would be good to see that progress, but we'll see. It doesn't mean that, uh, follow through day is imminent, Ed. We've uh, got to be patient. Have to be patient. Well, it could happen anytime or it may not happen at all. <laughs> all right. Let's also quickly take a look at the S&P 500. Not in the same position of uh, that the NASDAQ is in, looking a, a little bit weaker. It is holding that 927 low, which is good, but it seems like outside of select areas in technology and, and maybe a couple of others, there's there's a bit of weakness out there in the market. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much just a handful of things, and we'll look at some other measures. The S&P basically is sort of a mix of tech and non-tech, and so it ended up flat, uh, which I guess is okay, but a lot of other things were weak. Mm -hmm. And a quick look at the Dow and the Russell 2000. So the Dow undercutting its 927 low intraday. So also looking weak below the 200 day line. IWM is the ETF that tracks the Russell 2000. Now this is looking pretty darn, uh, I don't know, bleak here. I, I'm trying to find the, the word because it is it is. Quite weak here, Ed. Uh, what's your take on 
the bleak, ugly. Small there's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not good. I mean, and there's, uh, well, there was uh, again outside of a handful of stocks, it was really not pleasant at all. Okay, well, another thing we could look at is MDY. This tracks mid caps, also seeing weakness today, down one point three percent. And if you compare uh, the indexes to their equal weight versions, like SPY versus RSP. Seeing a new recent low here for RSP undercutting that 927 day ed. Yeah, so a lot of things have been weak outside of intact anyway, and, and now energy's joined that, and we'll see that. So, not a whole lot's going well, uh, you know, right now. And QQQ, this tracks the NASDAQ 100 up eight tenths of a percent today, while QQEW, the equal weighted version of that ETF, down about three tenths of a percent. So more evidence of this, uh, you know, concentration at the at the top, and very few stocks uh, leading out there. And we did briefly show the ten-year Treasury yield. So let's go there, Ed. I mean, this is why we're seeing a lot of weakness out there in the equity market because this is pretty relentless here for the ten-year. It really is. It's it's sort of it's really impressive. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, some short-term, long-term reasons. So, why you might expect treasury yields to at least stay high? Boy, I mean, at some point that'll you know level off, perhaps. But uh, that is until we until that does, it's going to be hard for stocks to really rally uh, consistently. Mm -hmm. And uh, look at some of the notable sector action today starting with XLE, breaking below the 50-day line with a decline of 2% here, Ed. So this is the first time for XLE to trade below that key moving average in a couple of months. Yeah, there's starting to be evidence that demand is weakening. Obviously, supply has been constrained on the oil side, which is why oil has gone up so much. It's not that demand has been surging, but now demand has been seems to be weakening uh, and that's taking a toll. And we knew that this was coming. This is, ref you know, the, the energy rise was reflecting energy prices. And if that slips, well, then this is going to falter too. Mm -hmm. And we also want to take a look at XLI industrial stocks, also undercutting recent lows here, getting to that 100 level. And that's basically a round trip from the early June levels. So continuing to see some deterioration there. Chip stocks up on the day and fueled by NVIDIA and uh, the likes of SMCI, I'm sure here, Ed, uh, but working on a, a four-day winning streak, trying to find a bottom. Yeah. So a lot of it is NVIDIA. It's nice to see this trying to come up uh, and we'll just have to see if we can keep on doing that. Okay. IGV, this is software also up on the day by about a half a percent. So now up four days in a row as well, but still below its high from Friday and the 21 day line. We'll have to see if this too can continue to make progress. But speaking of NVIDIA, let's go there, Ed. Up 3% today, didn't have above average volume, but it's continuing its advance off lows, bottoming at least in the short term before the broad market and closing just a, under, actually, I think. Is just under. Just under, right, that 50-day uh, line by a couple of points there. Yeah, hasn't been a lot of volume on the balance. There wasn't a whole lot of volume on the downside either. So yeah, so that's not so bad. Look, this is really important. If this is this is the stock of the rally, this is sort of the company of the rally. So this getting about the 50-day line, I suppose you could treat that or somewhere or that line that you've drawn 
you know, that would be sort of a decisive move above the 50-day line where you've drawn that uh, alert. Uh, that would be possibly an early entry. It's working on a new base. It's probably got you know some more time before that develops, but just have to see. You know, on the flip side, you could imagine. And I think one reason why you should people should link, look at shorting opportunities, even if they're not going to short, is just to think about it the other side. It's like, wait a second, this has risen up to the 50-day line in light volume. So if it reverses from here, that would be a negative sign. I don't think Nvidia would be my first choice to short, but it would be also a pretty negative sign for the market if this one hits resistance here. Mm -hmm. Next on the list, we want to take a look at SMCI, and it's in Group Three out of 197, in large part because of the strong year that this stock has had. It hit resistance at its 50-day line on Friday, but managed to get above that level today with a gain of 5.3%, also clearing some of the resistance back in uh, early September, but still it has some areas uh, to clear above it as well, some hurdles potentially. Yeah, sort of getting to the Start, starting to get to those levels just below 300. That seems pretty important. Uh, this looks like it could be, would have been an early entry if the market had been stronger today. It just sort of feels like, I mean, there's a few stocks that are that are doing well. And if we have another rally, you could imagine uh, SMCI making another run. It, it, I just think you have to balance it out with how the market is right now. Is that really... I mean, because this could also sell off very sharply. When we've had bad days, this this can go down pretty fast. And so uh, the market conditions overall are not particularly particularly conducive. But this this is something you definitely want to be watching, the way this has come up and, and in some decent volume now. Mm -hmm. And a uh, stock that trades a little bit differently <laughs> is Costco. A little bit more tame here, but it's on the verge of a breakout, Ed. And we saw a nice upside reversal after that earnings report came out. If we take a look at the weekly chart here, we can see that this has a, a beta of 0.83. So if you're wanting something that's a, a little less volatile, just kind of a, a steady eddy mover, that is what you would get in something like a Costco here, Ed, at a key level on this chart. Yeah, and I think this uh, should have been a, like a blue dot at some point. Maybe it will later on because that looks like a new high on a weekly chart for the RS line, like a 52-week high at least. Uh, that's really impressive, and it was showing that even before it broke out. It's technically in buy zone here, I mean, by 15 cents, so it's not like a blasting out of the buy zone kind of thing. But uh, it was a nice shakeout last week on earnings because it didn't look so good right on right after earnings. But so that was nice to see. Uh, the earnings picked up last time, I and mean, I think the earnings, the sales growth picked up. That had been slowing. Earnings are still in the mid-teens. Uh, pretty pretty solid growth. You're not gonna. This is not gonna go crazy. But yeah, that earnings stability of five uh, is, is you know it's just been a strong steady performer for a while and it's been basing for quite a while um it's definitely a defensive growth play and this is sort of one of those kind of times when defensive growth might do all right mm -hmm. and we are seeing a number of blue volume spikes here on the weekly chart so seeing that potential institutional demand as the stock continues its climb all right that is it for today everyone thank you so much for tuning in we will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live, for all the details on that. But before that, 
We have a leaderboard scorecard webinar happening in about 13 minutes from now. So uh, we will see members over there shortly, or at least I will. And <laughs> other things uh, going on. But I'll see you over there along with the rest of the leaderboard team, leaderboard.investors.com. Click the link on the top banner to join that webinar. And we'll see you there. And we'll see you in the morning on IBD Live. Thanks for watching. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.